is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Our fearless leader, Joe Biden, just spoke about the marvels of this recovery. That America, business is booming. People have more money in their pocket. And yeah, there's a gas problem, but I am going to fix that. Oh, wait until you hear full-fledged delusions. The guy is delusional and expecting America to buy it. My fear is so many people will, but I don't know how you, I don't know how you tell a country, you know, and people have more money in their pocket than they did a year ago. Uh, who does? Pepperoni eyes? George Soros? I, who has it? We're starting there in 60 seconds. All right, I want to talk to you about Goldline. Uh, do you have more money in your pocket? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe through inflation, that's probably how he's saying it. You know, we're going to have trillion dollar bills soon. So you will actually have more bills in your pocket than ever before. And with a trillion dollars, you can buy the bread. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, I it's, it's up and it's a billion, but you can still buy it. You can buy it. Mm-hmm. All you just need is a trillion U.S. dollars. That'd be great. That's no worry whatsoever. Things yeah. are going well here. Yeah, they are. Uh you might want to consider things might get worse i mean i hate to be a debbie downer but they might get worse how are you hedging that how what are you doing to make sure that the dollars in your bank the bank account right now you're losing 10 percent on your money what was a dollar is worth 90 cents now next year it'll be worth 80 cents what are you what are you doing Get a hedge for your dollar. Get a hedge of protection around what you do have. Please call Goldline. It is the hedge against insanity. And if you don't see that we're all aboard the insanity train right now, you never will. You're smart enough to figure it out. Call Goldline today. Find out about gold and silver. Really important. Ask them why I buy what I buy. Uh, and uh, and do your own homework. See if it's right for your family. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Okay. So Biden said a couple of things. Uh, one, we all know the right way to build something is build an economy from the bottom up. Ah, I, you know, I don't think we all know that. Uh, I certainly don't know that. I've never worked for a poor man. Um. They are generally not the ones hiring, uh, as we have pointed out earlier this week. Uh, but he says things are great. Uh, what is the new unemployment number? Uh, 3.6%. Wow, that is incredible. 3.6%. It's quite that's, low. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. almost like full employment. When you get into the threes, you're, you're headed yeah. towards all employment, uh, where there's just no one else available for the jobs. Now, if I listen into Joe Biden... Things are going so well. New jobs are being created. Uh, he's created, what was it, 7.5 million oh, new jobs? All in the, him creating them. Yep. Yeah, in mm-hmm. the last year alone. Can I ask you a question? I haven't seen any of these new jobs. I haven't seen the new job creation. I live in Texas, and I do see 
the empty stores and restaurants and things that used to be there. And maybe there's a few new stores, but I'm not seeing them. Now, I'm in Texas that just has been on the ropes. There's no new job creation here at all. Hmm. Wait a minute. Hmm. So let me ask you this. Did we lose that many people? I mean, it must have been millions. The media, I know, is lying to us. But did we lose tens of millions of Americans in COVID? No, we did not. Not that many. Okay, so a lot, why but not that the, many. Why is there a, a help wanted sign in almost every store, restaurant, everywhere? That's because of Joe Biden's raging economy. Uh, his, but these were the same jobs that were filled by people <laughs> mm. just two years ago, and now they can't fill them. Did they all go someplace? Did they die? Or are they all working in this mystic mountain, you know, uh, machinery, uh, this 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 great corporation in the sky that I haven't seen or heard from? Mm, I, maybe that. Maybe that's why. Uh-huh. And maybe because that's such a jarring scenario. That's the reason they can't seem to recognize all of this bounty that they have. People are not recognizing the economic brilliance of Joe Biden and all the things he's brought to them. Well, I mean, he did stand in front of the American people just about 15 minutes ago and say, look, there, here's, the, here's the thing. People have more money in their pocket than they did a year ago. <laughs> I mean, it's technically probably true because uh, the money is inflated so much that they need extra dollars to do anything. Uh, it's a fascinating thing, I, you know, because we were talking about this with Michael Malice just a few minutes ago. It's good to go on offense. Republicans don't go on offense a lot. But it's not the only answer. You shouldn't be on offense when you have absolutely no argument. And Joe Biden has absolutely no argument. I won't hear that. He just pointed out that he cut the deficit. Uh, No, no, no. Listen. This one was really frustrating. Not the debt. Not the debt. The deficit. Uh Uh, He cut the deficit last year in 2021 by $350 billion. Uh, This year... He's cutting it by one point three trillion dollars. That's that's the biggest reduction in deficit in our whole history. Think of what disingenuous does not cover it. Think of what a pathetic lie this is. First of all, he's comparing this to a, a year where all of the businesses were closed and millions of people were fired because there was nowhere to work. So, yeah, tax revenues were pretty far down. We also spent multiple trillions of dollars Only 5. on 6. a pandemic. Only 5.6. So it's much more than that. But still, okay, 5.6 trillion on the on the front. We will cover the Fed stuff, I guess, another time. Yeah. But still, 5.6 trillion dollars plus on COVID just added on top. Mm-hmm. He reduces it by $350 billion from that number, which is terrible. I mean, it's a terrible job. Any just just by showing up to work, you should have been able to done a tr- do a trillion dollars off of that budget. It was supposed to be a once in a lifetime pandemic, and you basically repeated it in year two when everyone wanted to go back, and you kept telling them mm. not to. Then this year, he's taking credit for one point three trillion dollars in uh, in uh, budget uh, and deficit reduction. When that number is. First of all, not impressive considering what he's comparing it to. But secondly, is only exists because his plan, Build Back Better, didn't pass. 
If it did pass, he wouldn't have saved $1.3 trillion off of the budget. It's only because of his failure that he can claim the success. That is his argument to the American people today. This is a little like your house is on fire and it's burning down and the fire department comes and starts putting it out and you're like, dude, it is still out of control. And the fire department saying, I just reduced the temperature of your house by 400 degrees. And you're like, but it was 1400. It's still a thousand degrees in the house. I mean, <laughs> I know. And, and not to mention the fact that even before the pandemic, the, the, the deficits were too high. So he's taking a, a worst case, monumental, once in a century, terrible number, reducing it slightly, then bragging about it, while the American people identify correctly as one of the biggest challenges we have is inflation. And what is his answer? He's talking about spending more money and then telling you it's going to fix inflation. He's talking about releasing millions of barrels from the strategic oil reserve, which will do nothing it's not going to help the problem if anything it puts it at, uh, us at higher risk uh, in a time of potential world war which is so it's a terrible idea but if you really wanted to knock a few cents off of the gas prices for a short time your job would not be to re- release oil from the strategic oil reserve you could knock out the tax the federal tax of 18 cents and get it to go down 18 cents in a day. Now, should you do that? There's economic arguments against it, but at least it would have, there would be a straight line through the, some sort of sane, uh, coherent thought process to change the gas prices in the short term, whether that should be his goal or not. I mean, I want that tax to go away for other reasons and it should stay gone away forever. And so should the state taxes. Uh, but this is the it, this makes absolutely no sense. Oh boy, you haven't listened to the president. Look, he said. Oh, he said, look. Okay, come well, on, let me man. now. He said, come on, man. Uh, this is a moment of consequence and peril for the world and pain at the pump for American families. Mm-hmm. It's also the moment of patriotism. I want to acknowledge those companies that have already announced that they're increasing immediate production. <laughs> they're investing money to produce more oil. And also clean technologies, we need to reduce our dependence on oil in the future. They're, they're investing money, really? Because no bank is giving them money to invest. No bank is giving them money to pump more oil right now. Because that is a reputational risk to the banks. Don't believe me? Ask the oil companies that are not under the thumb of their new wildly progressive environmentalist uh, cabinet members or their board members like Exxon. No bank is giving these people any money. So they say they have everything they need. These oil companies, everything, literally nothing, nothing, literally nothing. I'm quoting is standing in their way. And they've indicated they'll be producing an extra one million barrels of oil per day, probably starting as early as this fall. Now, that's progress. Is it is that the best we can do? Uh, No, that is not the best we can do. But some companies have been pretty blunt. 
They don't want to increase supply because Putin's price hike means higher profits for them. Right, because they wouldn't want more to sell in a market where prices were higher. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, my gosh. These, these greedy guys are pretty stupid. One CEO even acknowledged that they don't care if the price of a barrel of oil goes to $200 a barrel. You know who says that? People who are environmentalists. They want it to go to $200 a barrel so you can't afford gasoline and then you will cry out for the magical electric car that will not be ready because we don't have the energy capability for everybody to plug their car into the wall. Or the nickel we need to make the batteries. Oh, no. No, no. We're getting the nickel. Oh, we'll because, get it. Because, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We're getting it because mm-hmm. he just took over that industry. Another War Powers Act. Can America wake up to the fascism? Another War Powers Act. He just um, enacted yesterday to take over the nickel industry so he can force these companies to go get more nickel. Oh, my gosh. And of course, when government runs industries like that, it always works. It always works out. Yeah. Look at Cuba. Look at Cuba. Look. I mean, do we need to say look at how well all of these policies worked in Venezuela for their oil industry? (laughs) Really, really well. Uh, By the way, too, uh, it was Stephen Colbert just the other day. Uh, making a joke about how he doesn't care how if it goes to 15 uh, yeah. uh-huh. $15 a gallon uh-huh. he's got a tesla yeah you know what uh there's somebody else that uh, talked specifically about this now i mean it's a conspiracy theory she doesn't have any power whatsoever to actually get people to do something here's cut three nancy pelosi but we cannot allow the fossil fuel industry to use this as an excuse to reverse everything we're doing to save the planet. One of the things I think that the president may say, I don't have this as a fact, is that we will use the um, Defense Production Act to speed up uh, diversification uh, so that we're not so dependent War power. Uh, War on power. oil. She, wait, she doesn't she doesn't have it as a fact. The president might say it. And then she looks down at a piece of paper and reads yeah. the words Defense uh-huh. Production Act. What, what do you mean she doesn't have it as a fact? Jeez. So she is so she is saying. But the good news is we cannot let these oil companies use this as an excuse to go back and producing more oil. Did right. you hear what she's saying oh, yeah. there? We can't use this. They can't use this as an excuse. Meanwhile, he's saying they don't want to do it because they're making so much money. It's, it's, Which it's, one is it, guys? Nothing makes but sense. Both of them stay calm are invoking the War Powers Act. Oh, and one other thing. The president announced yesterday, and he repeated it again in his speech, we are now going to be uh, releasing... Um, one million barrels of oil from our strategic reserve every day until sometime in fall. One million. Do you know what the strategic oil reserve is for? The name kind of gives it away. It's strategic. It's in case the United States has to go to war because we learned our lesson in World War Two. He should know it. I mean, you know, I think Biden was 47 when we fought that war. Um, it, we learned our lesson. We have to have oil. We must have oil or we're not going to be able to we're not going to be able to fly our planes or sail our ships. Aircraft carriers won't work. 
tanks won't work. Jeeps won't work. Nothing works without oil. So if we had to fight a war, we wanted to make sure that we had enough oil for that war. He is taking that down almost 40%. If we had it filled to the rim, we're left just with this tap, not the last one. Just this tap is going to take us to 60% of oil reserves. Okay, 60%. We probably have lost another 10% of our oil reserves from the last one he just did. We're sitting at 50 to 60% of our oil. Assuming we started full, we're sitting on half of the strategic reserves, and they're seriously still talking about a nuclear war. What the... Almost used the wrong word for broadcast is wrong with these people. No, I know what's wrong with them. What's wrong with the American people? What is wrong? Are we this stupid? Are they going to get away with releasing our oil reserve? Everybody who is barely making it, barely making it. If you want to save the country, you should still be saying no, no, no on that much oil being. It's the largest release in the history of our country. Good God, I could not dismantle this country faster if I had all the experts in the world and they all hated America. I could not dismantle this country faster than this administration is doing it. And by the way. Mark my words, soon they're going to have the final solution for America. They will tell us, let's, we have to do these really crazy emergency things. We have to do it, but it's the only way to survive. Yeah, America, their solution will not actually be an economic shower. Don't go into that room. Back in just a minute. Sun Tzu pointed out the importance of knowing one's enemy. Well, we know our enemy is the Fed with everything that uh, it's doing to contribute to the economic upheaval, uh, you know, for the Great Reset. Knowing how the Fed actually works, how it's supposed to work. I told you earlier on uh, hour one, get into the podcast if you missed it. Um, We just found out yesterday because of FOIA. We just found out yesterday that right before the pandemic, we gave a, a Chinese, uh, I'm sorry, a Japanese uh, investment firm $3.7 trillion from the Fed. The next, money, the next month, they needed another $3 trillion. And then we gave a French bank at the same time almost $4 trillion. And we don't know if they've paid that back, but who cares? I mean, does that affect inflation, printing $10 trillion in a month? You need to understand what we are facing and who is causing this, because we're still listening to them, expecting them to come up with a solution. The problem is the creature from Jekyll Island. I want to talk to you about the Tuttle Twins books. Now, this is this a series of a whole bunch of some of the greatest books ever written. 
explaining how everything works. This one is all about inflation and the Fed. And I've asked the Tuttle Twins publishers if they would just give this one away for free because I want you to read it. This every single person in America should read this book and hopefully it'll turn you on to the big thick book about the creature from Jekyll Island. So you really understand the Fed. But this one is made for, you know, your six, seven year old. And I tell you, you will learn a lot yourself while you're reading it. Every family needs to understand what is happening and what is coming. The Tuttle Twins are giving away this book about money and inflation and the Fed. All you pay for is free shipping. Get this free book right now. It is so critical that everybody understands what's coming our way. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. While supplies last, you'll get it for free. It's the creature from Jekyll Island. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So let me give you a couple of other stories uh, unrelated. Um, Del Rio, Texas. The likely end to uh, Title 42 is right around the corner. Mm. The Glenn Beck Program. Wait until you hear all of those facts. My pillow these days, it's hard to get a good night's sleep with the four horsemen of the apocalypse riding around the room every night. If you find yourself tossing and turning in bed at night, maybe, maybe you should go to MyPillow.com. Mike's latest incredible deal is on his Giza Dream Sheets. They are so soft and comfortable. Uh, I have had them for a few years now, and I just love them. They're made from the world's best cotton. They're ultra soft, breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, they're at their lowest price ever. 60% off. They are $39.99. This is the best sheet I've slept on. You can get them now for $39.99? Don't miss this deal. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials to check out his flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. Promo code is Beck. You enter that, you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's, uh, Mike Lindell's book for free. Call 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Promo code Beck. The Great Reset, new book from Glenn Beck, is available now. Bookstores everywhere, Amazon, and glennsnewbook.com. Thank you so much for listening and listening this week. Um, I, I truly hope that you get what you need out of this um, program, that we, we pray every day that... Um, that he would direct us into the things to speak, the things that you need uh, to know about. Um, you know, I, we get um, just under a hundred stories uh, a day are in my final show prep, um, probably about 70 stories a day. And then I have to whittle that down to probably 10 or 20 that I have time to talk about. And I agonize for almost two hours every day over which stories get on the program, which don't. Um, And I try to do it prayerfully. And I hope that you get what you need uh, from this program. 
because we are we are truly entering a time and you are going to be a leader there are a lot of people many of them in our own families that are not paying attention and they are not going to know what to do there's a great podcast that comes out tomorrow um peter bogosian uh was in studio yesterday and i cut a podcast with him it was available for blaze subscribers yesterday and and uh today and tomorrow it comes out and what's his backstory again he's the professor that you know uh was really taken hostage and and went through a mock trial uh at portland university he's he was their favorite teacher i mean he's very very liberal but he is logical and um He's a philosophy teacher and every but literally every year he was the student's favorite uh, professor. And then he stood up against wokeness and said, OK, wait a minute, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. And really thought he could uh, clear it out. They held a mock trial. They held him against his will, locked him in the library and then brought witnesses to try him. I mean, it's crazy. He got death threats. His wife got death threats. A um, fundamentalist religion. What it is. That really is what it you is. You know, I talked to him about that. Uh, that's, I think, how we opened. Uh, this is a. This is not just a religion. It's a cult. I mean, think about this. What is what is the markings of a cult? You get in. They brainwash you. They d- d- separate you from your friends and family unless they'll be part of the cult. If you can get them in. Great. If not, they get you to turn on your friends and family. They have rituals. Uh, They won't let you leave. If you leave or try to leave, they destroy you and your life. That's a cult. That is what's that's what we're living in right now. This is why I try to give you the information that you need, because we are trying to save our fellow Americans from this evil, evil cult. And I, I want to leave you um, today with something to, to think about. This administration right now does want war. I don't think they care if it's Russia. What they want, though, is a global war. And it's the war for the Great Reset. They must have something to create a feeling in all of us of somebody's got to do something. Because the change that they are bringing forth is so dramatic, it's going to need a final spark. And... They're going to lead us to believe it's against what the globalist will call evil, fascism, autocracy, whatever. Biden said this this week in his speech several times that the West, NATO, democracies of the world must unite. He told us we needed to unite and be one to defeat autocracy. He said the battle would be long. Decades that this battle will last decades and that we will have to fight and sacrifice for decades that we are going to have to we are going to have to deal with food shortages and energy shortages for decades not to defeat putin 
not to help the people of Ukraine, not even to defeat Russia, but to defeat autocracy and defend democracy. Let me speak frankly to you. I believe in evil. I believe it is an active force in the world. And evil is is going to help the left use the language of defeating evil to suck people in, to entice them, you know, so the good people can be taken over in mass. The, the language of continuing to fight for the global democracies to gather under the umbrella of the Great Reset to fight what the elites deem as fearful. This is why we're getting the warnings about cyber attacks. And I think these, all of these are real. Warnings about food shortages. You will not understand when this hits. You won't have seen anything like it in our lifetimes, I believe. We just heard today that farmers here in America are, are planting 20 million acres less of corn. Cutting back on corn planting by 20 million acres because they can't get the fertilizer and you need the fertilizer for corn. What is that going to do to your gas price, ethanol? What's good? What, what is that going to do to the price of food? They warn us about energy shortages. Here's Klaus Schwab at the the big uh, world government summit, not my name for it, their name for it, the world government summit. Listen to what he said in the opening of the summit. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. Okay. All right, good. Can I ask you something? Most products begin in a, in a free society. When you develop a product, sometimes that product doesn't do what you expected. It does something entirely different. Sometimes, like the electric car. The electric car was invented in like 1880 or 1890. Okay, it didn't go that way, did it? Because you can't guess what's going to happen with a certain event. Everything has a consequence. And there's always untold consequences when you start doing something. They are changing everything. They created this. If you go to wef.org, they talk about how there will be shortages of food because they are changing the entire food system from seed to plate and they're going to do it by 2030 they keep telling us about global warming oh we got to have no fossil fuel cars on the road by 2030 2035 this is why your gas price is so high no other reason they are creating the shortages through esg banks are not loaning money to the oil companies for drilling and exploration they're telling us there's going to be a new digital currency and a new global order. This again from Wednesday at the Global Government Summit. What underpins a world order is always the financial system. 
Uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71, and so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. Okay, stop. This is a conspiracy theory. These are the world leaders talking openly about it. We're about to get off of this financial system. Well, that seems like a pretty big deal, doesn't it? This is why Biden is planting the warnings about cyber attacks, food shortages, energy shortages, that we are going into a new world order. New digital currency is coming. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. We all are going to face something that we today would say that will never happen. We're going to face it. And they are going to try to gather us under one Western global banner, one currency to defeat the autocracies that are going to create all of these disasters. But it's not the autocracies that are doing it. We're doing it. Our own autocracies. The Great Reset crowd will make sure that the constant crisis will allow them to take over oil production, gas and food production, technology, money supply. And we will do it, most of us, without flinching because it will be so bad. Just make it stop. You have to fear what's in front of us. You got to fear it, fear it, fear it, fear it, fear it. That way you'll be under the safe umbrella of the Great Reset. You know, somebody gave me a theory, and I can't dismiss it. Why are so many people being allowed through our southern border? It's not just, it is not just for votes. It's not. It's bringing people in that already are used to being told what to do and living in poverty. They're compliant. They know to follow orders. We're being surrounded with people who already live and behave in the way the globalists want us to live and behave in the future. Biden bragged about taking 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. And then in the same speech, he bragged that we were already taking 8,000 refugees a week. 8,000 refugees a week on our southern border. That equals Three million illegal border crossings by the end of this year. Three million. Some may believe that Biden is inept, blundering. He's fading. He doesn't mean what he says. He doesn't have an agenda. Biden is a willing stooge. This is now Biden's work and his glory. To bring, a path, to bring to pass the takedown of the United States of America. Whether he's complicit because he's part of the leadership that's guiding this evil fight now against liberty, our own sovereignty and free agency, or whether he's complicit because he's a willing pawn and it's still his work. I know this, he is 
he is participating, actively participating in the takedown of the divinely inspired free government, the government of, for, and by the people of the United States. But here's what they don't know. They don't win. Light and goodness, friendship and family, freedom and God will win. Even if we have to take a beating, God will win. They'll be beaten not just because of what they are, but because of what they lack. The left lacks an understanding of America's history and destiny, of the destiny of freedom-loving people everywhere. We beat them because of who you are. We beat them because you know what has happened in the past. You know what you can create in the future. And you are still willing to work and learn and grow and sacrifice and share and serve. The left doesn't understand the depth of America's destiny, but you do. You are the heart of America. This audience is the best audience ever collected by anyone in broadcast, I believe. This audience is the heart of America. Don wrote in about his dog's experience with rough greens. He says, I've never seen my dog lick the bowl as clean and as often as she does right now. It's because she's looking for remaining traces of rough greens. I'll tell you, Uno, I hear his chain going up against the the metal bowl all the time. And then it always does the same thing at the very end. You hear it hit the wall because he's licking it clean. Don Your dog seems to be a huge fan. Uno's a huge fan. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put in your dog's food, and it contains all the nutrients that your dog needs, but gets kicked out and cooked out of kibble food. Probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils, all the things your dog needs found in Rough Greens. Get a free bag just for your dog to try out. Just pay for shipping. Free bag of Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or you can call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, 833-GLEN-33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Welcome to the program. So you said in when you were talking earlier about the Great Reset, you said this administration wants a war for the Great, great, great Reset. You're yes. not saying that they want to fight Russia. No, to- I'm not saying. Look, I'm saying they want a war, some sort of a global West versus East or whatever it is, war. And it doesn't have to be a hot war. It could be a cold war. And it can be a war against climate change, oh, okay. a mm-hmm. war against, uh, you know, uh, uh, social injustice they but they need something to break to get us to cry out something that that supplies constant urgency constant urgency mm-hmm. they need that and they're calling it a war um the democracies of the world against autocracy well really then are we gonna fight a war with saudi arabia why are we doing a deal with iran how about china does that include them that's how they're framing all of this I don't know if I think it looks like maybe Russia, this thing solves itself, but they will find another reason to introduce 
panic and crisis to be able to get the Great Reset. 